Welcome to Haven Today at Christmas time. Twenty twenty. It will be remembered by long lines, but not the ones you typically find on Black Friday. Lines for toilet paper or COVID testing. But to help reduce lines today, many retailers began offering early deals. Every year, shoppers around the world take extreme measures to get the best deals. But this year, the extreme measures are for a different reason. This is Black Friday in the time of coronavirus. Retailers and customers alike are having to adjust their plans. Companies like Amazon and Home Depot have been holding Black Friday sales for weeks now. Others are inviting shoppers into their stores today, like Walmart and Best Buy, but limiting the number of people in stores. Quick deals come and they go, but the Lord is offering something eternal. Be still and know that I am God. I will give you rest. In a world forced to slow down, will we take time to know Jesus? Welcome to Haven Today. Here it is, Black Friday. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus And we're wrapping up a series today called Behold, the Lamb of God. When we look around the world, it's easy to just lose your hope. There's a dizzying array of problems that we're facing in North America. And now with screens everywhere in our lives, there's always something upsetting to read about or look at. There's another reason why our series this week is so important. We've been calling it Behold, the Lamb of God. That's from John's Gospel. That simple phrase was part of a sermon John the Baptist preached. He was calling sinners to look to Jesus. He was calling sinners to repent of their sins and believe the good news of the Messiah. In a moment, we're going to turn to an Old Testament scripture that John surely had in mind when he called Jesus the Lamb of God. It's found in Isaiah 53, and I think you will be encouraged by it. The Lamb of God is a theme that runs through Handel's Messiah. Why wouldn't it? After all, this musical masterpiece clearly tells the story of Jesus from prophecy to resurrection, to return. Every word comes from the Bible and is creatively woven with Handel's music. I recently spoke with Michael Andrews, the music director at All Souls Church in London, to help us better understand Messiah. Here's what he told me. He sets the words in such a way that even the music says something about who Jesus is. In one of the movements, for example, he's, he's written that um, for Jesus is like a refiner's fire. For he is like a refiner's fire. For he is like a refiner's fire. He has this kind of unraveling vocal melody, but in the strings, they're all moving their bows so rapidly on the strings, vibrato, to echo this kind of um, fieriness that as Jesus cleanses us from our sin, it's like this burning fire. So the way he paints the picture musically in every movement is astonishing. The way he shapes the melodies to tell the stories.
it's the way he even paints him standing with that ascending note. You know, there's so many moments throughout the whole thing. And I think that's why I say every time you listen to it, you hear something different. You hear, ah, I wonder what he's saying about Jesus, not just in the words, but in the music itself, the way he brings it to life. I appreciate Michael Andrews' passion for Handel's Messiah. It's got to be contagious to all of us. As a musician, he knows what a masterpiece it is. As a follower of Jesus, he rejoices with how it always points to his Savior. After the program, I want you to get copies of Handel's Messiah for yourself and maybe for some others in your life to enjoy this Christmas season. The arrangement we have was recorded in a small English church to help you hear the words clearer. And I know it'll shine the light of Jesus into your life this Christmas season. Call us after the program for one or more copies of Messiah at 800-654-2836. 800-65-HAVEN. And if you'd like to learn more about Messiah before your shipment arrives, come watch the mini-documentary I shot a few years back in Handel's house in London. We also have a blog post that records all the scripture used for each of the songs in Messiah. It's a helpful resource while you're listening. And once you've looked at all of that, you can make your gift for your two CD sets of Messiah at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And if you still haven't watched The Chosen TV show, we still have this double DVD set for your gift to the ministry. Great for you. Great as a Christmas gift. And now Andrew Peterson opens the program with Behold, the Lamb of God. We who walk in darkness deep Now see the light of morning The mighty God, the Prince of Peace A child to us is born Behold the Lamb of God Who takes away our sin
It's an album put out by Andrew Peterson, and the title song is what we're calling our program, Behold, the Lamb of God, here on Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris. The Lord has used followers of Christ throughout history to point us to Jesus. It's been such an inspiration to me to look at two of those saints in particular these last couple of weeks, Charles Jennings and George Friedrich Handel. Their collaboration brought us the Oratorio Messiah. Although we tend to associate this masterpiece with the Christmas season, it actually recounts the full life and ministry of Jesus, not just his birth. And the words, Behold the Lamb of God, bring us to part two. It's a portion that draws out the significance of Christ's death for us. Isaiah 53 comes to the forefront of the early movements of this section. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb. So. He openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see of the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong because he hath poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors. And he bare the sin of many, and made his intercession for the transgressors. Coming from the King James Version of the Bible, Isaiah 53, 3-12, and I'm Charles Morris here on A Haven Today, and a program called Behold the Lamb. Especially on a frantic day like Black Friday. Let's quiet our hearts 
and be still before the Lord's word? Isaiah 53 is one of those passages that is so familiar to us that the words can pass by us without a second thought. But listen to how the prophet described the sufferings of the coming Messiah. He was despised and rejected. He was despised. Despised and rejected. Rejected of Lyrics from Isaiah 53, but sung in Handel's Messiah. I've been a Christian now for decades, and when I really think about these words, they can be shocking. Sinners despise and reject Jesus. Although you might even be a believer like I am, the fact remains that we are still with sin in our hearts. We are both righteous and sinners at the very same time. The darkness in our hearts sometimes still prevails. 
Sadly, by our words and actions, we sometimes turn our backs on Jesus. Still, we sometimes reject him. Maybe it's his call to obedience or his standard for holiness in his kingdom. Maybe it's the fact that he claims to be the only way to God. Whatever it is, we are prone to wander. But think about what exactly we're rejecting when we do this. We're rejecting his beauty. Isaiah telling us that there was nothing about the Messiah's appearance that would draw us to him. Christ's beauty had another source, the Father in heaven. Jesus is one with his Father and with the Holy Spirit, and this one God is perfect in glory, splendor, and radiance. Philip the Apostle famously asked Jesus to show him the Father, and Jesus said to him, He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. Jesus is beautiful in his glory. The fullness of God is pleased to dwell in him, and when we reject him, we're rejecting his beauty. But it's also a rejection of his compassion. No one can read the Gospels without seeing the profound care of Jesus. He rearranges travel plans, loses sleep, goes long periods without eating, all to accommodate the sinners and the sufferers who were around him. He spent so many chapters in the gospel healing people that it's easy to get the stories mixed up. Men whose lives had been wrecked by demons, a ruler with dying children, a woman with a condition that made her perpetually unclean by Jewish law, a prostitute that interrupted a dinner party, the paralyzed, the blind, the deaf, the dead even. Is there anyone more compassionate than our Lord? We struggle to help those we love. But the heart of Jesus is warm towards those who are in need, no matter who they are. And when our hearts rebel against him, we're rejecting his compassion. Not only that, a rejection of Jesus is a rejection of his promises. Peter calls them his very great and precious promises, like the promise to never cast out those who draw near to him. All those who humble themselves and come to Christ by faith, he will always embrace. Or his promise never to leave us, nor forsake us. Jesus knows what it means to be forsaken. That's what the cross meant for him. But for us, it means the welcome of our God. And Jesus promises, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. He was despised and he was rejected. And what a rejection it is. Don't harden your heart towards this Savior. Do the opposite of rejecting him. Behold him with the eyes of faith. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. His beauty, his compassion, his promises, they're for you, and they're for your comfort in a world that's constantly showing us everything that's wrong. May we look away often. And may we behold Jesus. May we behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world.
from the words of John the Baptist, inspired by God's Holy Spirit, that is, Behold the Lamb of God from Handel's Messiah, here on a not very black Black Friday haven today. If you've listened to the program other days this week, I hope I've been clear. I'm a fan of Messiah. It's a masterpiece. But what moves me is that when one listens, it's like a musical Bible study. In fact, I want to invite you to visit our website and read our new blog post this week that shows all the verses connected with each song in Messiah. And as you listen and read along, your soul is going to be stirred. I would really like you to have this masterpiece, to fill your home and your heart this Christmas with the light and glory of the Messiah. Call us right now and make your gift to the ministry and ask for a copy of this two-CD set of Handel's Messiah. Maybe you'd like to also get copies to send to someone else, others in your life who would enjoy this masterpiece this Christmas season. Here's the number to call. Call us right now, 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. And could I also invite you to come online? Visit us at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And if you can do that, watch the mini documentary that we shot at Handel's House in London a few years back. Take a look at the verses from the Messiah as well, haventoday.org. And don't forget, we still have the first season of The Chosen, all eight episodes on two DVDs for your minimum gift. Christmas is coming very soon, and this just might make a great gift for someone you love. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again next week? And again, we get together and share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God, this is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. When you hear the word, herald, what comes to mind? It's kind of a Christmassy word. It fits in at this time of year. Or perhaps you thought of a newspaper like the Daily Herald. Well, once upon a time, a herald was someone who stood in a public place and shouted something like, Hear ye, hear ye, thus saith the king. And a herald had absolute authority. People listened up when he spoke because they knew his words were the words of the king. In the same way, in John 12, when the words of Jesus were challenged, Jesus responded and said, Whatever I say is just what the Father told me to say. In other words, Jesus spoke with the complete and absolute authority of God the Father. What he said was and is truth. Grow in that truth with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.